Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Right, uh, there's been some very, very strange conversations about CADA deployment. And uh, in fact, when I listened to, to the Minister of Finance speaking last week, the comment that he made about CADA deployment is it's like giving an untrained person a weapon. So uh, he's not in support, of, in support but... Uh, it's uh, very, very clearly a problem for the ANC who has uh, very much employed this strategy. According to the Daily Maverick now, the ANC must hand over cadre deployment records to the DA after losing a court appeal. We wanted to understand a little bit more about that. Manny DeFretis is a member of a parliament with the Democratic Alliance. Thanks for joining us once again. Good morning. Morning to you, Howard, and to the listeners. Great to be back. So uh, tell us about this journey that the DA went on in order to get these records. Well, we've uh, been asking for the records of uh, the cadre deployment committee, which uh, the ANC has and is traditionally chaired by the deputy president of the ANC. And so in the uh, during the Zondo hearings, it came out quite clearly that there was a cadre deployment committee mm, mm. and that they would and that their job was to vet anybody you know before going uh, to be appointed so we then asked for records going back to 2013 which were the the times and the period when uh, Sir Ramaphosa was the chairman of that mm. committee he initially you know denied the existence of such a committee he, he denied these things were taking place and eventually conceded that they actually were taking place we then asked for the information, records of minutes and so forth, and conveniently, a whole batch of minutes uh, weren't available going over a few years. And so, uh, which, 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 you know, obviously is not true. It's clear mm-hmm. that there are records of these things. And so we've asked, so we've now, uh, they now have five working days to respond and to provide the information. And the point about all this is that we are showing South Africans, and we're trying to stop the practice, of one of the reasons, one of the many reasons, and why, quite frankly, South Africa is becoming a failed state day by day. Because people's qualification, uh, primarily, according to card of deployment, is your membership card of the ANC. And mm, um, mm. so your qualifications and everything else uh, is really secondary, if, if at all. And so as a result, we have people who are not qualified to run major corporations like ESCOM, like all our SOEs that exist, that control budgets of billions and millions of rands uh, that are supposed to serve South Africa. But if you're not qualified and your allegiance is not to the state but to a particular party, you know, it, it defeats the whole point of building a state and building a, a democracy. And so these are important. And this is quite historic and it's quite a milestone. I'm glad you're covering it. You're one of the few media outlets that actually are looking at this because... Are you uh, serious? Uh, Why? huge. Why, though? It's a massive, massive story. And uh, it's, there is little doubt uh, as to the negative impact that this policy has had on the country. There's no, there, there's no arguing or getting away from it, how damaging it's been. Why do you think media isn't covering it then, aside from our, ourselves and, and one or two others? Well, um, I, I, first of all, it doesn't, it doesn't suit. Unfortunately, the, the reality is in South Africa, we have a very biased media, media that doesn't look at both sides of the story, which is what media should be looking at. They shouldn't be siding with a particular side. They should be looking at all sides mm. and letting the consumers of media decide on, on what to, you know, and make up their own minds. 
So, so that's that's the first point. But the point is that it's astronomical. If this, uh, you know, when the vehicles come out, it's going to show unequivocally that, uh, you know, car deployment was taking place and contributed significantly to, for example, the total mess we have at the moment with ESCOM. And, well, ESCOM, uh, you know, uh, Transnet, uh, Prasa, you name it, they're all in big trouble. Now, this doesn't happen when you have a situation where people are properly qualified and properly vetted, have no allegiance to a particular party, but certainly allegiance allegiance to the country and a certain patriotism. And that's how you build that's how you build successful countries mm, mm. and successful nations. And examples of that is where the DA governs, like in the Western Cape, like in Cape Town, Salem, Bosch, Moscow Bay, I could go on. Uh, those kind of things simply don't happen. As a result, the result is that you have good government, you have a government that is uh, serving its people, people are getting banged for their buck, uh, whatever rates they're paying, they're not paying begrudgingly because they're getting returned. Uh, in other places like Joburg and 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 Ekurileni uh, and so forth, the rates are going up. They're astronomical. Things are going. More money is being spent, but less services and less return that we're getting. Where we're getting back, and that as a result, in the case of Johannesburg, the mayor is quietly ill qualified, uh, has very minimal qualifications. Uh, you know, the the, the, the the officials running it all have, lead, uh, have allegiance to a particular party mm-hmm. and not to the city. And so these, this is the, these are the important things that, that unfortunately, that many uh, readers and uh, consumers of media and voters don't connect the dots. They don't realize that one action has a ripple effect on the other. And so it is astronomical, the, the importance of what the courts have found. We're very excited about it. And it's going to be interesting to be a treasure trove of proof to say this is why the, our country is failing and we, it must be outlawed. Uh, because according to our constitution, it is what, what, what is taking place through a cadre deployment committee and what the ANC is doing is absolutely unconstitutional. Because the constitution mm-hmm. specifically talks about having competent people to make sure the state uh, is functioning and building. So, so it, is, it is really is, is big news. I also suspect, I'm sorry to say Howard and presently company excluded, I think many of our journalists simply don't understand the issues. They don't go into it enough. They're, um, their timelines, deadlines are too tight. Mm, and mm. It isn't, isn't the situation where you had 30, 40 years ago where journalists would spend months on a particular story really delving and researching. They now are fighting deadlines that they've got to produce instantly because we have social media, which we never had before. So the news has got to be instant. It's got to come out now, not even in the morning anymore. Um, and so the, those are all that kind of, it becomes very difficult to where journalists have got to just meet the deadline and ensure the deadline is met and not the the story is unpacked and, and produced in depth, so people understand what's really going on. But I'm hoping what I'm what I'm explaining is, in a simple way, is to say the bottom line is this information is vital, and will prove that car deployment is taking place. Mm, no, mm, it is mm. just formalise it, and certainly yeah. how to structure this predation. So I was at the the News 24 summit last week, uh, last week uh, exactly today, a week ago, and the the finance minister spoke then, and he he spoke quite negatively his view on on cadre uh, cadre depo- deployment, and following what you're saying, do you think that uh, there's been an acceptance, maybe because? Uh, they could see where this is going to go, that they should start shifting their narrative away from it? Or does he stand separately to the rest of of his party? He's not the only one. It's, it's, you know, there have been uh, people in cabinets who have the guts to just spoken out a while now. But mm. the point is they see talking from 
both sides of the mouth at the same time. You know, the one mm, the mm. one colleague will say the one thing and the other colleague will say the complete opposite. And so there doesn't seem to be a uh, kind of agreement and coordination between the cabinet members. Uh, uh, many of them, I mean, I think most of them uh, will probably privately agree, may not publicly say, say that the, this is a problem, but won't have the, the, the guts to do something because politically there'd be too much of a fallout for them personally. So, you know, good on those that are speaking out, uh, you know, but I think the pressure is going to get, it's going to mount, particularly when you get this information and start exposing mm, it to mm. the public. I well, I think that's a very, very important out. thing to do. And so certainly we look forward to exposing this, covering it here, um, as I believe that uh, that we should. And uh, so should all media who are looking for a, a free and uh, an exciting South Africa. Manny De Freitas, member of a parliament with the Democratic Alliance, uh, talking about the recent development uh, that the ANC now needs to hand over the lists and uh, the information around code deployment to the DA.